Welcome to the grind today. We have a special, 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 absolutely special guest today. Um, Rob wins championships. Man, how do you feel? Feel great, man. Coming off of a big win in the DCIAA title game against um Wilson last week. Man, outstanding feeling. Great year at the Milk House. Couldn't be more proud. You know, you have so many, so many titles, like coach. Um, advocate for the youth, yeah. um, leader, leader. Um, leader. yeah, roving leader, on. everything going on. So, Correct. just tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm an outreach worker for the Department of Parks and Recreation Ward Four Roving Leader Program, where we deal with at-risk youth um, daily, trying to give them a better look at their lives and being able to be in their lives and give them something you know bright in their future. And that's what my job is to redirect. Any, I'm gonna say, negative situation and make it positive, no matter what it is, towards you. And that's my job daily. Okay. And coaching, you almost like Batman. <laughs> you yeah, coaching. coaching? Yeah, coaching. Also coach you football. Um, in Lamont Riggs. So you talking about football, you talking about basketball, but I, I like the part of just being a, a person that's in the community to get these kids an outlet on doing something positive in their future. You know, I never knew you coach football. Coach football for a long time. So, hey, long with the basketball, you kind of uh, just same about the same amount of years, twenty some years in football. Also, won a lot of championships at the youth football level too. So, going to win at that level also. It's all over my office, youth football championships. Yeah, this is this is. Oh man, I'm a jump. I, you know, I, I got it. Kind of got up seriously. Like when I walked in, I was like, damn. Like I seen it on Facebook, right. but like to be in it, it's it's like, oh, like it's, it's a, special. Man, this is it. This is like pictures of kids that you work with, kid pictures of legends. Um, I mean, if you haven't been in here, man, this is amazing. It is feels it feels really like a family. And, and that's what you know. I want my office to be when kids come back. They've played in the program, or anybody that walks into my office, I want them to say, "Wow, he he has done a tremendous job with helping kids." Basketball is a small piece. A lot of these guys on my wall now, college graduates, doing positive things in the world. We got six pros playing professional basketball all over the world right now on this wall. So wow. it's an outstanding situation. And that's what I want my office to symbolize. I want you to come back and say, man, he won He won basketball championship. But more importantly, he saved kids' lives and they're doing positive things in the world. That's what I want to be known for. Man, man. I mean, you know, you kind of just – the, I guess I'm, I, that's your definition of legacy. Because that was one of my questions. Like, really, like, like legacy. What does that mean to you? And you kind of just my, my legacy when when you know whenever God takes me off this earth, I wanted kid. I want people to say he was more than just a basketball coach. He was a guy that gave kids an opportunity when it looked dark. He gave them gave them a light. And I also want to be known for. Whenever it was a bad situation with a kid, he fixed it. Yeah. And that's what I want my legacy to be. Like I said, championships are special, but all the, the number of kids that come back to the milk house to just say, hey, Coach Rob, thank you is more important than anything. Ten, ten final appearances, or maybe more. Did I get that ten right? Ten final appearances in the last 11 years. So how do you maintain the consistency to create your own narrative in a city full of you know, hungry wolves are trying to get kids. Um, we, I believe, you know, in my program that if you just want to play basketball, that we're going to make you a better basketball player. Mm -hmm. I mean, regardless of what, you have to want to play the game to get better. 
Mm-hmm. And if you want to play the game to get better, we're going to push you to a limit where you're going to get better. Mm-hmm. So if you came in here and you didn't have a left hand, we're going to spend hours and hours daily working on your left hand. Mm-hmm. Period. If you came in here and you couldn't make a 15-foot jump shot, we're going to spend hours and hours daily. I ain't say just today or tomorrow or next week. I'm saying daily, 365 days a year, you're going to get in this gym and work on your jump shot. So it's just the consistency of being able to push kids to that level of getting them to work hard on whatever their weakness may be. Mm-hmm. And that's the recipe. There's no, there's no special recipe. We're going to push you beyond the limit of being pushed. And we've been able to do that consistently. And I think that's why every year our kids that play for me get better. Yeah. You might see a kid this temporary year, he couldn't shoot it at all. But by the time he's a senior, he's probably one of the best shooters in the city yeah. because we're going to work hard. Hey, you know what? When I when I went to uh first got to Anacostia, uh Frank Briscoe did that to me. I legend. couldn't I could legend, man. I could not, you know, dribble that strong with my left hand. Correct. Well make layup left hand layups. Correct. And he kind of was like like I had to do like a hundred of that. I had a coach Briscoe, somebody I followed in my career and I've seen the work that he's done, you know, with not you know, not only you, but players all over the area that mm-hmm. they got better. And mm-hmm. that was a blueprint for me. I said, well, whoever plays for Rob Nickens, the thing I want to be remembered by is the kid got better. Yeah. And that's what we do here at the Milk House. Milk House. Yes. Explain that. Like that is that has become, you know, like right now yeah. you kind of pushed it this year. Like yeah. you pushed it, pushed it, pushed it yeah. this year. Like what does um, what what is that? What well, is you know, that? every everybody has their own home court advantage and a couple of years ago, in 2008, when I, I got here in 2005, 2006, but in 2008 when I got here, um, it's like the second year we won a city championship. And um, the gym used to be so cold. You know what I'm saying? It used to be cold back in the day. It wasn't the way it looks now. So um, when I went down to Florida to a um, football championship game down at Disney Wild World of Sports, mm-hmm. they had an arena there and they called the Milk House. Mm-hmm. And I saw the name, I was like, wow, that's a unique name for a gymnasium. 5,000-seat arena on um, Disney Wild World Sports Complex um, um, campus or whatever down there. And I, um, I said, you know what? When I get back home, I'm just going to start playing around with that name uh-huh. called Roosevelt, the Milk House. Mm-hmm. Anybody be playing the Milk House? I just want to bust the kid. Hey, man, I knew gym is called the Milk House. Darren Gray for them guys on the bus laughing at me, whatever it may be. But then I just kept saying the name. So we bought a little poster and we put it up in the gym, said uh, Milk House. Uh, wasn't like what's up there now, but it was a little poster in there. Uh-huh. So just kept, you know, going with that, going with that. So when I won the state championship in 2014, my principal, Mr. Mitchell, who was here for like five years with me, we had won two city championships together. He was like, he called me general. He said, General, I give you anything you want. You can have one thing. I said, Mr. Mitchell. And my AD, I said, just put the Milk House on the gym. Mm. You know, put the Milk House name in the gym. Mm. Small, just make it be in the gym somewhere. I don't care if you put it on the floor or you put it on the wall. Mm. So one day I get the call. They were like rushing me. Man, you got an emergency, man. Something happened to the school. I need you to get up to the school. And I walked in the gym. And he had it covered in all black. And he revealed it to me. And it was wow. the Milk House. That's special. Man. And um, to be able to see that, I mean, out of everything I've done here, that might be one of the best moments Outside of winning the state championship, I can say that's probably the best moment that I've had because your imprint will be on this building forever. forever. And that's something that Ever. most coaches can't say mm-hmm. in their high school careers. You look now, Coach K name is on the floor at Cameron Indoor Stadium. 
Um, Jim Beheim name is on the floor to carry it down. We can pass some of the name is on the floor of Tennessee. My name, everybody knows that Milk House is Rob Nickens. Yeah. That's special. Yeah, it is. And I'm still alive. That's yeah. what's great about that. Yeah, man. I'm telling you. That's almost like like next, man. You had your name on the on the your yeah, signature if, on if the if floor. If my name yeah. gets on the floor, that'd be great too. But that milk house everybody is something special knows that too. milk house is, is Rob Nickens. He was the guy that, that not only created it, but made the vision come true. And it's up there. Hey, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna show you something, man. This yeah. and and I'll, and I'll explain to the listeners what when I'm sh- when I'm showing him. And I'm gonna tell you this is this is what I was talking about being emotional as a basketball player. When you look at this, I'm 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 gonna let you. Uh, when you look at this, look at that. This was an interview that you did right after. Did you see your kids? Yeah, I seen. It. Have you seen this post? Yeah, I seen it, man. It was all over the place, crying and so that moment right there. I mean, yeah, I can see the you know the excitement and emotion in your eyes, but that moment right there stood out to me. Right. Like seeing your players be emotional, Correct. you know, hugging each other on Correct. the floor, Correct. like it filled with excitement. What Correct. was the when you seen this video, what was the first thing that came to your mind? The 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 the, the way the kids love me. And that they play for me and they play hard for themselves. And it was a goal to be able to do that, to win the championship this year. I mean, you talking about a group that went into the championship game 28 and 1. If we would have lost the game, we'd have been 28 2 and number two in the city. Yeah. And everybody would have clowned us. Yeah. And that's what I thought going into the game. Like, this is not only a game for the championship, but the pressure of we have to win this game. We cannot be. 28 and two and number two in the city. Mm-hmm. So I just seen the emotion of, you know, that week of practice leading up into that situation, barely, you know, barely getting past a great Dunbar team. My best friend, Damon Singletary, then, you know, the night before, just the emotion of man, like finally after three, four years, man, of losing the title game, the milk house is back because we never gave up. And you got some guys that transferred out of our program that will still be here and people don't understand, man. We probably would have been ranked in the country by now with the guys that left. Mm-hmm. They're top two, we are two of the top 50 seniors in the country that were on this team two mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. So to lose them and to be able to still have a, this program be on a straight and narrow where we ended up landing at right now, it was an incredible feeling because no matter who you have, long as you work hard, you can get to the top of the mountain. And that's what that symbolizes in that picture. Yeah, so let me speak a little bit about your staff, man. I mean, you know, you had some serious heavy hitters, I mean, on your staff. like My staff has been in place. Dave Miles, Tony Langley, um, Keith Jones, um, Khalid Bostic, um, Chuck Taylor, um, Wim um, Jones have all been with me, and even Troy Stats, who's now – Played for me with the 2014 state championship MVP. All them guys bring a unique style to the game of coaching. Mm-hmm. And um, even though I'm the head guy, I trust my staff with my life. Mm-hmm. These guys um, are not going to let Rob Nickens lose a game. Um, nobody in the program has an ego. Whatever decision I make, they're going to support it. But more importantly, they give me a sense of direction where you might want to think about this or you might want to think about that before you do it. And if I didn't have people around me like that, we would not be successful. Right. Dave is the 
pretty much the goon of the group. He's going to be like a killer. He called me killer. A killer. I don't know if we should do that. Uh-huh. Well, I got other guys going to be like, yeah, we should do it, but they're going to say you need to think about it. But Dave is the one on my staff that's going to be like the goon. He's yeah. going to be like, man, nah, nah, we don't need to do that. But then you got Tony Langley, who's been around 30-something years, who's uh-huh. one of the best in the game. I was going to say, he's recruited who, a lot of Who's lot one of the best plates. in the game at, at any level that's going to say, nah, we need to go with this. Then him and Dave will converse, and the rest of my staff will converse, and then we'll go with the sit decision and go from there. But I have good people around me. I would not be who I am today without my staff. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and try to act like it's all about Rob Mickens. Rob Mickens is a small piece of the puzzle. Yeah, do I fly the plane? Yes, I do. But believe me, I got a lot of guys that's co pilots that do a great job. Yeah. And that's why I'll be successful here. Yeah, so so – and with that being said, with your the day job role as a rover leader, right. like how have how have that well how have you been a roving leader? Um, help me, yeah, like role. just help you see I'm a lot of kids that day. yeah that I'm have the talent in sports. Have, not only the talent in sports, just just people that have. I mean, just kids that have the talent in life. Yeah, I mean, I'm around some positive kids daily. Um, do we have a few kids that we have to redirect the, 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 um, the direction they're going in? Yes, but daily I'm able to put my hands on helping a youth. And yeah. I don't think too many people can say that. Yeah. So, like I said, basketball is great, but basketball is a small piece of the puzzle. I got kids that don't have never played basketball for me that are firefighters, policemen that are doing great things in the world yeah. because I'm able to touch them man, in my job as a rolling leader, which is great in Washington, D.C., because you give kids an outlet to be positive at all times. Right. So, um, you know, always always talk about this. I um, started my own little company, Heart and Hustle, okay. you know, to help the mental uh, health illness in the athletic okay. community, okay. you know, through parents, coaches, as right. well as um, athletes. Correct. So, with that being said, you know, the trauma and the uh, mental health that you guys have, well, you have pretty much experienced as Correct. a coach, Correct. you know, like from the beginning of the season, losing one of the players. I hate to bring this up, but losing one of your old players and his brother still is kicking strong. How have you been able to, you know, still maintain uh, a yeah. quiet through the storm and build? With that, in my Do career, that. I've lost I've lost two kids in my Roosevelt career. Uh, one is, is is David Weston. He passed away back in I think in old nine old ten, and then I lost um, Brian Davis a few years ago, which is um, the son of Earl Davis, the Roosevelt great, who's a Rover leader also that works in the community with me every day. We lost Earl's son to gun violence, and um, you know, uh, Amadi Lee Kane, who's my senior guy here this year. Um, Lost his brother Lamar Lamar Lee Kane um, early um, before the season even started, and he was doing a great job out of Southwest um, College out there out in the Midwest. He out in, I think out in Mexico, Texas. Matter of fact, Texas. He was doing really really well, and um, you know he happened to lose his life at a party. Um, he got shot, and it was really really tough for Amadi because I mean he lost his best friend, his brother. Before senior year, and I'm talking about um, his brother worked out here every day during the summer mm-hmm. with my strength and conditioning coach. So he was a part of my family. So to lose, you know, him, and still had to be here, you know, to help his brother get through. Their family is a very, very strong family. His father Lamar 
who works in the rec department with us is a very, very strong male figure for not only kids in my program, but kids all over the city also. Mm-hmm. His mom is very, very strong. I think they they were able to help you know Amadi get through it, but as a family on the basketball side, his teammates were there for him, mm. and that's something that we talk about daily, man. That you know, hey, basketball is one thing, but family is something at Roosevelt that we really, really you know we we go by. So to have him around us, man, you can feel like everybody went to the funeral, everybody was emotional, but. I thought the kid carried it on his heart to do it for his brother. Right. And you seen that even the other night when he shot them big, he got fouled at the end of that game. He had to shoot three free throws. He made all three. Mm. And as he makes them, he looks up to the sky and he pounds his chest for his brother. So I think, you know, we were able to help him get, I don't say get over it or get through it, but to be able to continue life because that's a hell of a blow. You're saying you to lose your brother. It is. I mean, that's, 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 I can't imagine that pain. You know, I just wanted to be there for him, but that's a heck of a pain to lose your best friend and your brother in your senior year and continue to go on. But Amadi, I'm not going to lie to you. He's special because he's been able to do it. Yeah. I don't know how he didn't miss a workout. He didn't miss a practice. I think outside of just, you know, going to the funeral, going to the grave site for his brother's birthday, he's probably been the most dedicated kid in my program. He right. never, ever let the, the death of his brother affect his vision of going forward. He carries a, what, a 3.7, 3.8 GPA. Wow. In, incredible kid yeah. that will play college basketball at a very high level and be something special in the world. I have no doubt in my mind he's going to win in the game of life. Hey, man, I'm telling you, I, I can only imagine, man. Yep. You know, especially for his dad. You know, I know oh, his know man. his bad yeah. know his dad. I I walked in the gym and I was like, damn, I remember he was a was a little guy. You oh, know, yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. he didn't got he didn't sprung up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to get on a little um, you know, more calmer side of, of the conversation, um, basketball in the city, do you think we getting back to being like the the go to place for college coaches to come? And because I, I mean, for me personally, I feel like we kind of took a break a little we bit. Did, we did. I mean, I, I think that DC is a high bit of basketball every year. Uh-huh. I mean, you, you're going if you recruit this area, I believe you can be successful. Um, it's talent, the talent that's here is incredible. Uh-huh. You got talent all across this region, no matter if it's DCIAA or the charter school league or private school or smack me, whatever you're looking at. It's talented players all across this region. It depends on what you're trying to recruit and what you're looking to go get. Uh-huh. Now, I mean, you look at you look at even looking at Michigan. Jawan Howard that's coming here heavy. He's got Hunter Dickinson and he got Earl Timberlake out of Dematha. Uh-huh. I think two guys that will make major impacts in in the big in the big 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 Twelve next year. I mean, uh-huh. I mean not Big Twelve, Big Ten. I think next year. Yeah. Um, that that's what you want to recruit. But if you look at, I mean, it's a kid that's playing, and Ron, I can't think of his name, is playing Ron Brown, that's very, very talented, that's going to Howard University. Okay. Can't think of his name on top of anybody. He's six, seven kid. He can run like a dig, can play. So Kenny Blakeney, who's a good friend of mine at Howard, knew to go recruit the DCI Double yeah. So you're going to have, like I said, you're going to have kids all over this region that will get the opportunity, if they do what they need to do academically, will be able to play at the next level. And that's good for D.C. basketball this day and time. I think the recruitment will pick up. And I think, real honest, across the map, D.C. basketball is back. Yeah, it is. I, re- yeah. I believe that. I think the game, like that game, Yeah. it it was like, it was it's lit. back. It was lit. It was it's lit. back. It it's was. it's really back. Like good. a hype basketball game. You look at Durham, Buchanan, Wilson, 
you know, I've been fortunate enough to coach his brother here at Roosevelt. June is now on the national stage where he'll be a top 100 recruit. Yeah, senior year. Yeah. You got guys like that playing in the DCI again. Yeah. I mean, you know. Like, even when I look at my school, Anacostia, oh, and how, that's you know. I, I think Andre went hey, for a great job at Anacostia with the young talent that's over there. So. And I was, ex- I was excited, yeah, you yeah, know, Anacostia. to kind of see that we Anacostia, back Anacostia, on the line, man. The DCI is starting to really, really get back to being top form, and I'm glad it is. Yeah, we definitely got to get our girls. Correct. We'll <laughs> yeah, be okay. Yeah, we'll be okay. So, Facebook question. Facebook. Facebook question. Do DC coaches still recruit? You can't. It's not called recruiting. Can't okay. recruit, but you're not gonna stop Rob niggas from going to a middle school game, seeing a kid that I like, and put put my phone number or my contacts as parents for me to be able to have them come to Roosevelt. Right. You just you just can't say it's recruiting, but you can get out and you can mingle a little bit with players that's in the eighth or whatever it may be. So yeah, you have the opportunity to go to middle school games. You know, AAU games, kids in the 8th or 7th grade uh-huh. give you a Roosevelt pitch. And, and that's, there's nothing in the rule that said you can't do that. And that's it. And that's it. Yeah. 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 So, Riders Nation. Yes, sir. Riders Nation. How yes, how important have the alumni played with your success? Like, I mean, well, like, I you know. I took his job, man. Daryl Tillman told me, rest in peace, Debo, who was the football coach, my athletic director here, that passed away. His pitches in my oldest right there in the middle. Um, I remember his face. Yeah, he, he was he was he was he was the guy. Man, he was the guy that hired me. He told me when he brought me out of him in Washington back then in 06, 07 that one thing about Ryder Nation they want to win, but one thing about Ryder Nation they loyal. And um, a prime example is that we haven't won the city championship in the last four or five years. We've been able to get back there, but we didn't get over the hundred to this year, and they never ever gave up on Rob Nickens. Yeah, so. That just goes to show you the loyalty of Ryder Nation, and I appreciate it because it's not easy winning championships. People no, think not, not to put five city championships, a state championship on this wall in this milk house in a eleven year span, but you know, and we going every year to the title game. It's a heck of a run. It is. I mean, you who gets the ten championship game in eleven years? Yeah. Uh, that's, that's not heard of yeah. in college basketball, pro football. Nah. Yeah. So understand what we're doing. And that's what I think I was so emotional about is we over the hump again, but this ain't no easy task every year to have Theodore Roosevelt in this final game. Yeah. That's not. Yeah. No matter. And I've had injuries, transfers, everything else you can talk about. We have guys left the program. We have guys that got injured and couldn't play. I mean, to be in the final game 10 times in 11 years. Yeah. If you look at Wilson's run, they've been to three finals. Yeah. Which means they will have to go to the final seven years in a row to catch where we've been yeah. the last 10 years. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And their run has been amazing. Yeah. But just think about the number, what I'm talking about. Seven straight years, they have to get back to the finals. Mm-hmm. Unheard of. And really working with kids who who might necess- might not necessarily be the favorite choice through the city. Correct. You know what I'm saying? We, we you deal build with child, we deal build with Catholic. Them. So to keep it consistent like that, yeah, it's that's tough. Yeah, yeah, it that's, is. That's not an easy task. No matter how you look at it, it's it, crazy. It isn't. So I know you. You know I know you have. You still gotta. You still. Hey, you still got the the city. To, to 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 get after you Correct. know what I mean you know Correct. so I I know y'all about to practice so I'm I, I I always ask this question, um, 
being my last question, if you can, if you can say one positive thing that the listeners could remember you by, what would it be? He always wants to give his best on every single possession that he coached that he loved his kids is number one. Number two, you know, Ryder Nation, he, if you cut him open right now, even I'm a spring on guy, it'd probably be some green and gold to come out my arms, but down the middle of my chest is going to be orange and blue. Um, every day I wake up is to make this program better. And the day that I can't do that anymore, then I'll walk away because I'm not going to cheat Ryder Nation. Yeah. You know what? Spring on, man. Spring on. You know what? They need to change. They need to turn that into like a facility, like for athletics, I saw the, man. I saw the video the other day of my, of my high school on the news, and you know that they just let the building waste like that, man. But it's a lot of memories. Man, legends. We got NBA legends. 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 We got guys in NBA. I mean, we it, it, it's been an incredible place. For high school basketball, we talking one of the probably top fifty high school basketball programs of all time. Yeah, you see that building. Every time I ride past the building, I just sit there and park my car and just think about all the memories I had as a player playing this thing on. Great, great situation, but it would never die because people like me are still alive. There's other spring on Greenway people still alive that will not let that legacy die. That's yeah. not going to die. Yeah. I told somebody the other day if I had to take one job and it would be a no-brainer it'd be spring on hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Man, Coach, I know you got to go, man. I thank you so much just for this opportunity, you know, to be able to be in the space of a legend. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate and, it. you know, Appreciate keep it. doing what you're doing on the court, off the court. Because, yeah, you know, you. our city needs it right now. We're we going through a, a lot yeah, of turmoil. Yes, you know what I mean? So, you know, thank you just for this opportunity yeah. and, um, Hopefully we'll get a chance to to meet up again. Anytime so you need me, I'm here. hey, thank you for listening. This is this is the grind. Remember, it's it's your dream and it's your story. <laughs>